0: plushcare.com slash weight loss Welcome to the Box Set Pod uh, on a very rainy, windy day in Manchester. Uh, Yes, it's summer. My feet are so cold I might have to wear three pairs of socks and I had to chase a tarpaulin as it blew down the road from my house today. Welcome to summer. Uh, How's the weather in Kansas? Mel. Mel
1: beautiful
0: and sunny oh, well, have you been swimming today?
1: 80
0: degrees and adam is a mere 30 or so miles from me i would imagine um, 30 where are you i don't know how far away are you 20 miles i, I
2: don't know it, it depends where you are <laughs> in my house in your house, Adam. In, you sound in pant- South Manchester. You're that's not correct. you you think you are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty certain I'm I'm still in my house, which is about uh, 16 miles away from yours. There we
3: go. I reckon uh, that's
2: my guess. Maybe 15, maybe 12.
0: Ha- um, Adam, Stay still. Let, I'm going to go serious for a second. Sorry to do this. Adam works in a building oh, next to the Manchester Arena, basically, and um, you. So you'd commute in and out of town quite a lot uh how, how's it felt in the city centre we, you know give us the short answer how's it felt in the city centre <laughs> <laughs> this week um this week
2: uh actually actually very much back to back to normal yeah. back to business yeah uh last week was was weird i came in uh into town on the wednesday and uh it's strange going to a place where you normally park and find it oh yeah of course there's a police cordon around this and i'll have to walk a mile out my way mm-hmm. past mm-hmm. all these normally familiar places and everyone's just carrying flowers and is quiet. and uh yeah but then uh yeah you know i think everyone saw what an awesome reaction it was in the city and over the last couple of weeks everyone's uh very much been cracking on did either
0: of you watch the benefit concert
2: no I, I watched as much as I could stand of it being a terrible music snob, which watch... was about about four or five songs that I thought, oh, they're on it. What, from well, the start? He's a good girl. From no, start. no. So All it right. came in somewhere near the middle. Because I tell uh, you, thought, oh, if you'd watched it from the
0: start, you'd have witnessed Robbie Williams and it was the single worst performance I've ever seen in my life. Uh, it was horrific.
2: No one mentioned
0: that. It was horrific. and um, But other than that, it was just a beautiful thing. And seeing, uh, I think, the uh ariana grande and just seeing that she is just a young girl and she obviously the the word sorry seemed to be on on the edge of her lips she just seemed to kind of blame herself and she's there in front of this Mm. crowd doing her best to try and apologize really and and connect with them and, and it was just so beautiful for that reason and and really really showed people you know how um, you almost couldn't pick a more defenceless, innocent group of people to to attack, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so it was really lovely and I cried all the way through apart from uh, Robbie Williams at which point I... Um, <laughs> Uh, wondered how on earth he keeps getting put on <laughs> events. Anyway, well done, Robbie, for yeah, taking part. The, Good the on you. The mm-hmm. concert
2: did appear to use up Manchester's entire quota of summer. Yeah, so yeah it did. It was beautiful. That was it. All our yeah. daylight sunshine hours were used up on that day for yeah. the of those people in That's the TV audience. True. And now it's winter again.
0: Anyway, onwards, let's get to speaking of TV. Let's talk about Big Little Lies, um, which <clears> is a a TV series that is currently, well, was currently available on now TV in Britain. Where'd you get it in Mel? Uh, In Mel? Where'd you get it in America, Mel? (laughs) HBO. Of course it's an HBO show. And boy, does it need to be because the budget on this must be huge. The cast alone must set them back uh, tens of millions. I'd imagine. Uh, Yeah.
1: That was a big budget cast, a big budget production. It was, and you could see it.
0: yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, oh, before we go any further, I'm sorry, I've just forgotten to mention a nice email that we got on the subject of Frequency from last week. Kyle emailed. Kyle emailed. Uh, I think he's from Massachusetts, Kyle. Um, he said the uh, the CW filmed an, ex, an extra epilogue for Frequency to properly wrap things up in case the show did not return. Did, did not return. And... Um, and Kyle, I hope you excuse me for having a look at your email address because i always try and snoop on people. Wait. But...
1: I know what it is.
0: No re no Yeah re- it is.
1: I know Kyle. Hey Kyle.
0: You know Kyle. <laughs> I
1: do know Kyle.
0: Wow. That's awesome. Yep. Do you do you, have you spoken to him in the in the face? Yep.
1: Uh huh. <laughs> we we go to Comic Con. We're at Comic Con each year together.
0: Oh my god. Is it will he be listening to this podcast because of you, or do you think this is an unbelievable coincidence?
1: Um, no, I mentioned it to him, so I know that he um, had heard about it through me. Okay. Um, we call him Front Row Kyle yeah. because somehow he manages to get to the front of the line for everything.
0: Well, there you go. <laughs> yep. Uh, no net. check it out. Jamie's joined us now. He's uh, late to the party today because he's been on the living room floor. Um, Jamie, how far through Big Little Lies are you? Finish the whole shebang. Oh dear. Well, then we have no yeah. guinea pig this week because we've all watched the <laughs> whole thing. Um, oh, no way. I
3: thought,
0: yeah. uh, was, was Matt not our guinea pig? Or Matt didn't get a chance to watch it. I thought Marsha might be coming back, but she shafted us as usual. Yeah, you've <laughs> had her once,
3: so.
0: So there we go. So let's all so just... we've
3: all watched it.
0: Yeah. Um, well, for anyone who hasn't watched it, we will talk uh, about Big Little Lies without any spoilers. If we are going to do uh, spoilers. Well... You know
3: what? Well, let's just screw it. Let's just do one from the point of view of people who've watched it and Ooh, uh... their
0: thoughts on the whole thing. Well, let's just do... Five do a spoiler one let's do five minutes okay. for anyone who hasn't and then uh, do, do it like that just um, in case you want to know whether to watch it first of all i would like to say yes you should watch it it's very good uh adam do you agree i do oh this is going to be a short one isn't it yes, it is Yes, Mel, <laughs> do you agree with that
1: absolutely
0: and jamie yeah
3: it's good
0: isn't it okay let's try and find a general reason each <laughs> to criticize it i will say this right um
2: it is hang on hang on hang on do we want to do a set up or something first okay the, yeah the, the, uh, the synopsis let's not throw all the rule- well, rules well it's out. an
0: all female cast almost pretty much every man in it is a douchebag let's ask mel to um, no spoilers set it up for us mel
1: um all right i've got to differentiate here because i read the book so this is um let's see the tv show is set in santa there's monica a or monterey yesterday
0: monterey a yeah yeah
1: yeah, it's set in Monterey, which is a beautiful kind of elite beachside community. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is, you know, on the surface, it's about moms and, you know, the perfect mom. And it, what's what it's actually about is what's going on in each of their homes that we don't know about mm-hmm. and their own um, wishes and desires and struggles and how that all kind of interweaves and feed off each other and you know, they also comfort each other. There's it's, I don't know. I just really thought it was a, uh, pretty good depiction of women, modern female relationships.
2: Yeah. And Even uh, though it was set in this sort
1: of, at first you think it's going to be a whole yummy mummies, mm. you know, kind of snarky. Desperate
2: scarf. housewife sort of thing.
1: Yeah. 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 I mean, that's mm. it's really a lot deeper than that.
0: Yes, it is. So that's the setup. And, um, in fact more of a setup uh, right at the beginning you know that something has happened somebody has been Wait, murder. murdered and we don't know who did that and the whole series yeah. is going to it's a who done it
3: yeah well it's it's a, it's a it's who, a who done who, what who, yeah and who yes. who who they did it to as well because you don't know who died either you know, right. somebody died, but you don't know who, and you don't know who did it.
0: That's right. Um, what do you guys
1: think about that, where you go in and you know that someone's dead but you don't know who it is.
0: I like that. I thought,
3: in fact, that was one of the things I really liked about it, was that you didn't know either things. You didn't know who would caused this or who was actually dead from the, from the group of protagonists.
0: Yeah, it got my, around my issues with um, uh, whodunits in a way because of that, because it was like, well, clearly this is not going to be what it's about. But at the same time... I my criticism of it still is, is twofold. One, the, the episodes are very long, and like with all who'd whodunits, uh, there there came a point. There were times when I like went, "Oh, come on, get on with it," um, and it can go on a bit. And also that um, there's the, 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 a slightly uh, it it's, it's it's an all female. It's a very strong female cast, and we're saying, "Isn't this great?" and everything. I thought it was kind of a shame. That it was Reese Witherspoon, Nicole Kidman, uh, and a bunch of very, very top famous actresses. Part of me wished that we could have a an all-female cast, which also gave the opportunity to, to actors that you perhaps don't see as much. Um, the whole thing, in a way, could be accused of... This, of being a little bit like Monterey, you know, super rich people playing parts of super rich, spoiled white people uh, and their problems. Are you
1: serious how this is your criticism? The the top top talent of a generation got... Incredible roles in an outstanding miniseries yeah that's it your is critique
2: it is because we that's, that's like, a pretty we, poor criticism
0: no I don't think it is I, I think it's a separate criticism <laughs> like a bit we mentioned ben 's criticism last week of of the night Porter, which is the same thing of night manager sorry his his criticism there I think that i that I kind of agree with is that um a little bit like with premiership football, if the people <clears throat> making TV have to spend more and more tens and tens and tens of millions in order to tell a great story then it the playing field becomes very difficult for new talent and stuff but this is purely a kind of a talent industry argument rather than us as consumers who are definitely in a golden age of tv i just wonder whether that golden age of tv explodes at the point that you need wall street to fund the the story do you know what i mean
1: all right, I'm going to jump back in here. Did you realize that Reese Witherspoon and Nicole Kidman were producers?
0: I did realize that, which is great.
1: Okay, so this wouldn't have gotten made if they weren't involved.
0: Yeah, and we're seeing more of that as well. But it's the same thing. It's it's who will the bankers fund? And it was like right. uh, Brad Pitt uh, produces uh, produced the um, thingy, the OA, and a few other things. Mm-hmm. And and I, I so
1: it got made, which paves the way. And in this case, we have these two very talented women who took these roles but they also took producer uh roles so that this could actually get made which then became a critical and um viewer hit good for it and it's going to win all the emmys yeah which then makes other networks and studios more likely to green light what? Future projects that have strong female casts that maybe have lesser known people—that's
0: where it. we disagree. Yeah. I think it makes studios more inclined to say, "Okay, we need to get, uh we need to get Sandra Bullock back
2: to star in
0: this next thing."
2: I think it would be more of a problem if the show stank,
1: mm-hmm. and
2: was still making money. That then that would be an issue. But they've clearly worked with good directors you know oh, yeah good script writers there's a really strong cast throughout yeah a lot of them are big you know adam scott and alexander Skarsgård aren't. you know struggling sort of newbies or anything like that but there's a really good cast throughout the kids are all really good um, yeah, i just understand the I argument would argue that, that it
1: gave zoe kravitz a, a spotlight that yes wouldn't have had otherwise And, yeah, not, and woodley too. give her a pivot for her career
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not a megastar name or anything like that, is she?
0: And she's great. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's more. I understand Ben's argument, the, the industry argument, which is also the argument I'm making. Not just Ben, in case I'm quoting him out of context, but is, is just that thing of, we are in a golden age of TV, and Netflix do this all the time. It's part of the reason we love Netflix is that they chuck money at creative projects, but they are, chucking money. More and more at creative projects that are already super famous, surefire, like definite, definite winners. So it's great for them. They're. It, it's almost like my answer would be, "How could this not have been great? Like, if you put that much mm-hmm. money and that talent towards it, it has to be great." So we almost need to hold well, it Well, then to you're a talking standard.
1: about all of the DC universe movies up until this I past am. weekend,
0: hundred percent,
1: which yeah. were all are terrible and they threw hundreds of millions of dollars at them
0: very true very true yeah good point so yeah it's good not point. money yes.
1: doesn't mean money and talent don't mean it's going to be a hit no or even any good
0: that's true and that's, I'm true. Yeah,
1: that's with what you here, how I, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: I,
3: and, and I, I
1: think the kinds of projects that have to happen so that yeah. they can take risks later on
3: and the thing is with producers is that they need to be convinced they need to be convinced by yeah the stars have to come in and go oh this material's good you can you can make stuff that is f- very much female driven but is you know okay has these stars in it and that's what gives them that safety net but at the same time you're getting stories told that haven't been you know that oh, okay it's rich people stories but <laughs> it's still like from these from these female yeah. perspectives I mean in, I, I, in a yeah. very
2: kind of I mean, I, I guess none of us were complaining when uh, if Kevin Spacey's a producer on, on House of Cards and that's getting made because of his name and his money. Well, I'm, I'm know, not complaining you, about people it. People with sort of integrity and, and a decent track record can get film shows made, but Netflix are also funding plenty of smaller-name shows as well.
1: Right. I think
2: I don't think that any like uh, talent things. is Who, I mean, suffering. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they I am not could saying,
1: bring in Stranger Things because Winona yeah. Ryder signed on I get and that. no one else was a name.
0: I get yeah. that. I am not saying that these things shouldn't be made. I'm saying that how can they... That now that we are at this place, now that we're at a place where they've realised that you don't just chuck money at a star and, and throw anyone else in, the whole team has to be great. Well, now we're at that place. When we're critiquing things like this and the night manager which we might do I think there is a, it really has to be held up to high standards because it's it how can it not fail with that team you know
1: it's it, well I've to- think- seen it fail uh, over and over
3: yeah and and i say
1: projects fail over and and
3: in a lot of ways big projects like this i almost go in more cynical like i think i went into watching this quite cynical of oh Mm -hmm. reese witherspoon Mm -hmm. and nicole kidman and it's you know it's made by the guy did ali mcbeal and it's you know it's clearly a big super project but and then it turned out to be brilliant so like you know it's one of those things where your perception can be actually negative if if you know that all these big hollywood names are attached to it as
2: well yeah Absolutely, yeah. I think I'd agree I've probably got yeah higher expectations and we probably are holding it up to quite a harsh light. It's pretty rare that even on this podcast you'll get something where four of us are all straight away saying we like a show. Mm-hmm. To get slightly, away, back to something you said before, to get slightly away from the whole funding thing, like one of the things is that you can just do with a Netflix show, you can do as many episodes as you need to do. You said you thought they were a little bit long. I thought, the fact, there were only seven episodes made this really well-paced. Yeah,
0: that's true. You know, that's
2: that's yeah. not network TV. I, I thought it would have suffered if it was 13 episodes. Yeah. Then it yeah. would have really been stretching. I thought it absolutely nailed the, the pace mm. across the seven episodes of it yeah yeah
3: yeah and in a way it's quite like a brave thing to go a lot not follow we've got to have at least 12 episodes or we've got to have this many we're just going actually this is what the story requires it this is, is as long said. as it takes to tell yeah, the story yeah. exactly yeah
0: how um do you think that this does something and and uh, i have seen no i'm not saying that this has been um publicized in as a kind of feminist project that should be held up in that way it might have been but I. Uh, I imagine it has been in some places. But Mel, d- d- does this do something new in that world? Do you think that um, Sex in the City and Orange is the New Black and things d- doesn't do?
1: Um, I think it does, just in the sense that it's a different demographic. Very It's rich a different white group people. of women that we're talking about. Well, well, it's moms. We're talking about moms here. Orange is the mm-hmm. New Black is not about mothers. Mm-hmm. Sex in the City is. Well, eventually about mothers, but not in the beginning. Yeah. It's about single women. And in this case, these are all moms who um, most of them are rich. But remember, um, Jane is not.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: mm-hmm. The single mom. Yeah. She's not wealthy. She's, well, she's there reasonably
0: because wealthy because she can live in Monterey, can't she?
1: She's renting a dump of a house.
2: Yeah, I'd I, like to. I love her. Yeah, yeah. So standards That's a dump. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it's yeah.
1: it's. I mean, she's sleeping on a fold-out couch in the living room, and her son has the only bedroom. Yeah. She's uh, she's not. Yeah. She's scraping so by. To be there so that her so son can get that school.
2: So we're just a, a couple of bits. If we if we're coming into into criticism so just a couple of bits where i thought oh they've explained a couple of little plot things away a little bit too easily like you know how they get uh, ziggy a son to be at that school with all these with all these wealthy families they say they have to make a you know a point of oh it's basically a private school but it's a public school so that's where right. everyone has to move here. And they yeah. don't go into too much about how she sort of got there. But they do, I suppose, point out that she's a freelance sort of accountant, isn't she? So mm-hmm. she's she's got skills and all that. But yeah, yeah, it just seemed like a little bit like they went out of the way to make, oh yeah, why would this kid be at school with all these kids? Let's just
1: Yeah, they have yeah, to establish that try, it, it is. is a, there, so. mm. It is a public school. I mean, you're there based on geography. Mm. It's not yeah. there's no sort mm. of admissions test or tuition or anything like that. It's it's geography i have to say uh, what, it, it the... explained a little bit more in the book there's more of her back, you know how yeah. she got there and kind of her her struggle with being in this community when she grew up blue collar but she's trying to do what's best for her son
0: okay let's leave um let's ask anyone who hasn't watched the series to leave us now and join us next week so that we can stray into territory but i loved it i thought it was absolutely brilliant um without um one of the plots which we're going to talk about next without one of the plots i would be sat here saying um this is just rich white women's problems just like i could be watching lots of rich white men's problems and i could be criticizing it for that but the plot that i'm talking about is so central to it and becomes more and more central so if at first you watch it and have any kind of Oh, it's just Reese Witherspoon having a bad hair day, arguing with Laura Dern. Stick with it because it it just gets more and more gripping the further into it you get. That's if you are as cynical as me.
2: I would say if you've not watched it and you're going to leave us before we hit spoilers, watch it. don't be put off by that sort of Desperate Housewives, Sex in the City sort of rich people's problems. Yeah. Again, it's like Jamie said a couple of times, terrible things in beautiful places, yeah. which is kind mm-hmm. of a theme of shows like Bloodline and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. yeah, I think the performances are brilliant. The soundtrack is amazing from the off. Um, yeah. yeah, there's oh, lots. Yeah. I was not expecting to like it. Yeah, um, I love I love really the song
3: it. they use as well for the
2: for the, Mike, theme the Michael Kuanuka. Yeah, yeah. that's
3: great. Brilliant, song.
2: that's a great uh,
3: album. But, but I mean, even like uh, I feel like even the petty disputes were like enjoyable as well. Like I actually was surprised that I enjoyed the sort of like bickering between sort of mums. I thought that was actually sort of enjoyable, even though you know it was. I didn't relate to these rich sort of women
2: in some respects, but... the best example of that kind of uh, relationship. It must exist
0: everywhere, and the the grotesqueness of it and the the pressure that they must feel, that mums must Mm -hmm. feel at the the school gate and stuff, I just couldn't go anywhere near that shit. I mean, it would drive (laughs) me insane. Mel, (laughs) final pitch to anyone who uh, is leaving us?
1: I think Maybe you come for the possibility that it's going to be chick lit, frothy, and you stay because these women are all very complicated and you want to know who dies and why.
0: Very good. Okay, so switch off now because within 10 seconds of me saying this, I'm going to say something that spoils it. And I mean it. The next thing out of my mouth is <laughs> going to spoil it. Turn off your podcast now. Bye. So, domestic abuse. Um, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> without that plot it well it, it that it, it occurred to me more and more while we were watching it and certainly once you've seen the end that is what it yeah. is about that's the yep. that's, that's the story yeah. mm-hmm. and so there it is relevant to lots of people around the world in all sorts of walks of life um and and i think up until that point i really was on on the slightly cynical verge of uh desperate housewives i don't i don't like i i feel sorry for people who feel like this but also those houses they live in are worth 50 million dollars each oh i know and then she goes and buys her i'll just go i'll just go and rent a flat oh yeah what's this what's this apartment gonna look like oh it's on the water uh half an hour from san francisco probably worth 48 million i would imagine um i uh no i was gonna say something really inappropriate then and i won't um <laughs> something along the lines of what i would take for a flat like that but we won't go down oh, um, oh. so uh wow isn't it uh phenomenal um, well, i mean
3: like like nick that is a, like Nicole kidman and it does does an amazing job like that that performance mm-hmm. by her in that role and also like you know me and lauren watch a lot of stuff together We whenever we watch stuff with therapists in because lauren's a, a therapist she always hates it and always mm-hmm. criticizes it mm-hmm. and this is one of the few shows where she's got oh this is a really good Spangle. example of how a therapist would handle this situation and go about coaxing the the nicole kidman the the, the person who's being beaten to reveal the truth mm-hmm. gradually over time She said that's a really yeah, good performance and, and sort of delivery of that plot
2: and uh, Kidman in those scenes is is brilliant yeah you can really sort of see her struggling with what to say how much she's trying to kid herself and you you know you don't entirely know how much she believes what she's saying and you begin to think maybe she is right you know it's it really keeps you sort of swinging which way you're going to to mm. feel about that relationship i don't think, as what I didn't as think it she is.
0: was right at all i was like get the fuck out now. Get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I think your instinct is, is to tell her to run,
1: but... that's kind of the beauty of the series, though, is yeah, that yeah, yeah, you have to you have to look at it through her eyes and say, but why isn't she getting out now? Mm. What's mm. keeping her there? And yeah. that's because so many times that's the problem with domestic yeah. violence. You know, it's so easy to say, well, why didn't you just leave? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's
0: <laughs> and that's the power because we've all heard that before. You know, we've we have mm-hmm. all heard about how people understandably keep themselves locked into relationships and that are destructive but at the same time I was um I think one of the powerful things about this series is it shows the whole argument so if if somebody is watching it you cannot watch it without ending up shouting at her, Get out of there. Even oh, yeah. if you were going through that, I would imagine. So it's like, okay. It's a bit like if you were to sit down with a racist person and instead of just calling them racist, asking them why they think all their things and going through evidence by evidence basis. Mm-hmm. You know, if you did it like that, maybe at the end of the conversation they go, oh, yes, I recognize that I'm racist. In the same way, this form of denial, um, they really do go through all of the logic, uh, which leaves it can only lead you to go, okay, so if you've got all of that logic going around in your head, you are her. And if you're shouting at her to get out, get out. You know, don't do it. Yeah. Which is just great. There was one thing I fucking hated about this series. Really Whoa. fucking hated, Whoa. and I'm I'm, will, I'm waiting Whoa. to. I wonder if you did. I loved I loved the end. I loved the murder. Um, I loved them on the beach playing with each other. I fucking hated the watching through the binoculars. Oh yeah, yeah. the setting <laughs> did, up of season that two. That felt like yeah,
3: that oh. did feel like a really gratuitous setup yeah. of season two. It feels it? like yeah. it was
0: there purely as a setup, and number two actually if you were to if you were to say to them this can only be one series they would never have them in because it undermines the the righteousness of what they did what they did mm-hmm. is right and then us as viewers are supposed to then go to this fucking Columbo land of going <laughs> oh but oh, are they all criminals I mean oh. mel can you can you you've
3: read the book is mm-hmm. uh, is there a, a second book or does it like continue no. within the book onto no there's, so there's no like there's a different
1: scene the book ends on a different scene does it have uh, binoculars it, does it, it
0: have this same
3: it sense? does
1: not right. so, although the detective is still well here's the thing in the book the murderer turns himself in
0: Okay. Oh, okay. To the police.
1: Yes. Even though the women all lie. We're in mm. spoiler territory, so I can say it. Mm. Even though the women all lie for Bonnie, she turns herself in and explains she was abused by her father.
0: Right. Well, this is in series of- two. Oh.
1: <laughs> I think you may <laughs> have just spoiled
0: series this two. Is,
1: well, I don't know if that's what they decided to do. <laughs> um, but oh. no, that's, that's, her, that's the reason that she has that expression on her face when she sees celeste and perry and how they're interacting you know that's the first time she's seen them together but oh. as a victim of abuse herself and someone who watched her father i mean she grew up in a home of you know domestic violence and so she knows she knows what she's seeing No, and she that ptsd is triggered and that's why she pushes him right. but Mel, she turns herself off.
0: what what percentage of the book is left once the murder has actually happened once we find out who what, what we find out what's happened
1: uh, it's about
0: a chapter uh, so all of that happens in a chapter (laughs) you just said
1: Uh, well after the murder
0: yeah
1: yeah yeah she goes and turns herself in and then our final scene is celeste speaking um at a a conference about domestic violence sharing her story
0: i think that series two is going to be that chapter stretched out I think mm. you have just spoiled
2: not just series to one us. but series two.
0: <laughs> I mean, there's,
1: the book's been out for years, so
2: yeah. There's not it. much of Bonnie's backstory as for around that back, her mm. background in the in that series as there at all. Well, there's
1: not in the book either. It's not till the very end right, because okay. the book is structured the same way where we don't know who died or why. Although mm. you kind of start getting an idea of who it is
0: you know what's interesting? Well, you know who
1: want wanted to be, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah.
0: What's it, what was interesting was you, you, you spend the first few episodes playing the guessing game of who it's going to be, and when you first see him beating up Nicole Kidman, you think... You think, oh, oh, well, it won't be him. Like, Or or, or even, it's too obvious, well, it's right? too obvious it's going to be him. They wouldn't do that. By the time you've seen him beat her up like 10 times, you're going, please let it be him. Please yeah. let it be him. <laughs> and that's what's really interesting well. who would have thought well.
1: it'd be Bonnie that does it? Well, like I, guessed it. I guessed it. I guessed it.
0: No, you did not. I did. Oh. I did.
3: I guessed no way. it. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. How could Why? you guess Bonnie? Because she had no relevance to that plot line until the very final episode and the very final ten minutes.
1: Her sole purpose was to irritate Madeline.
0: I didn't know who she was going to kill, but I knew it'd be her because, in the same way that you guessed the killer of Broadchurch on episode one, because it's the <laughs> it's the person of least consequence who is still mm-hmm. you know in the main thing.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think we uh, See, I, I think she ma-
1: Celeste the who finally just snapped and, and It's all she, too
2: obvious, too obvious. It's kind some, of what you want, isn't it? But Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. but we also saw her in some of those, you know, she provoked she purposely provoked some of that
2: mm. violence
1: because there's a part of her it's not one-sided. It's not completely one-sided. You exactly.
2: I mean? Yeah, it's a. Re- it is a really nuanced character that they really sort of get the, the balance right. Was anyone else? Did anyone else really? call really early the fact that uh scars guards character what's he called perry was the attacker Yeah. Yes. oh i never no, i
3: know oh yeah told. yeah
2: so i think my wife yeah. actually said that in episode two like really? the first time you see uh jen being attacked Th- then, you then she see me to it another was... violent male character and you think yeah, yeah that's that's going to come back
0: yeah second flashback That's
1: that's when i decided to read the book is because i was like i it's got to be Perry. It has to be Perry.
2: Oh, oh, so you picked up the book after you'd started watching the series? Yeah. To oh. spoil for yourself. Oh, well, man, I wasn't going to have
1: access to HBO sly. for a few weeks. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't going to have access to HBO for a few weeks. So I was like, you know what, I'm just going to read the book because I can't wait to find out what's happening. Mel, you
3: could you- just read the Wikipedia page.
1: No, you really need to read the novel. There's,
0: that's there's, what, she, that's the, what Mel normally does. She reads the bloody episode synopsis, don't, don't you?
1: I do sometimes. I do that with Game of Thrones. Hashtag I mean, sneaky Mel.
0: Um, <laughs> well, um, well, it was just brilliant, and I'm glad that he got killed, so I think that it's huh? fair to murder anyone who think commits it, domestic violence. I think that's fine. It's ge-
3: yeah, I mean, it's genuinely <laughs> annoying, though, that they are going to do a second because although I would like to see they they very good they, characters. They haven't
1: well, 100%. I mean, they haven't greenlit. Well,
3: it'll be hard to get those, those uh, actresses all together in the same spot for a, a, yeah. a while. I imagine that'll be the issue there, but I can see it would. it's probably done really well, uh, on HBO and Are you I, mean, kidding? I can't imagine.
0: Monterey's like five hours drive from LA and like an hour from San Francisco. <laughs> hey, would you like to not have to go around the world on film shoots that last a year and just go to Monterey for a few
3: weeks <laughs>
1: and, and get
0: paid a shitload of, of money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it,
3: it's a shame yeah. because like it does it's such a it's, it, at the moment it's a perfect piece of like drama. It doesn't need to go away we don't need to see it continue no, during the five series. <laughs> why
1: well, I, I, hate I don't, really, I don't. Shall we make
2: a pact not to watch a second series if there is
1: one? Oh, please. No. It's good enough for us it. to never
2: watch Well, of course, you'll just read it.
0: Uh, the thing is, but, <laughs> now that they've looked through the binoculars, I'm like, I'm going to have to watch series two because they have to redeem themselves in my eyes. They ruined yeah. the whole thing for me with that. It really made me angry. I was like, no.
2: Yeah. I actually liked it. It was so jarring from the rest of the way the show looked. Yeah. The, the mm-hmm. way it had played out, but just the entire way it was shot, you know, sort of... Yeah. Um, I loved the uh, the use of running, the use of running and music mm-hmm. as a way mm-hmm. to get away from it. Like, if, again, if there's a criticism occasionally, the script was a little... Just a little. like, oh, I'm not fulfilled by, my, by being a mum, I should go back to work. Like, some of those scenes were just a little slow and then it would swap around and get that... Um, ability to get you inside someone's head yeah. by showing just mm. the run, just the therapeutic nature of running and angry music, yeah. and all, mm. the, like, the, the way it changed the pace of the editing to really get you inside the head of a character who is not part of that talking yeah, middle. I, I really liked.
3: superb, really like and it. then yeah, go on. So and I really like the gossiping, the the way they did the interviews with the you know members of the the community. Yeah. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I know that I like, David E. Kelly clearly like he's you know he's very he had a lot of wit in Ally McBeal, and you can see that he used uh, a lot of devices to sort of bring that out with the kind of perception of these characters. Mm-hmm. And it's brilliant, it's really, and it adds a little lighter touch at times because it's quite a heavy subject matter. Well, I yeah, thought yeah. that because guard... there's that
1: one that one woman who's it's all about her. Like someone's yeah. dead. And it's all about her.
0: I think the thing that jarred for me with that, though, the only thing that jarred for me was that... that the, the main cast, all of the main cast, are so beautiful. Like, they are so gorgeous people.
1: Seriously? And Is this also your complaint that it was all top talent?
0: No, that, um, that the other talent you then have really look like normal people who are part of the same community. <laughs> and I was like, I'm buying that they are the kind of people who actually live in Monterey. The those ones that like they they just look so different. It was like pasting a picture of me into the middle of it.
2: You know? <laughs> um, but yeah, again, there's, there's even the things that one of the characters interviewed sort of says. Yeah, I do either of them. Like <laughs> yeah, they true. are yeah. There. Yeah. the people interviewed are gossiping about these people because they are the beautiful people in mm-hmm. the beautiful people town, yeah. and it's great how. All those characters which you have all the way throughout, and you think these are going to be the clues for who's done what to who. They know nothing; <laughs> they are <laughs> utterly yeah, pointless. Yeah. They are yeah. a red herring throughout, making you think it's going to be a who done what when actually their their input is just it doesn't matter at all. And again, I think that's a beautifully constructed little diversion. Yeah, yeah. That adds also a little bit of breathing room. Of yeah. yeah, right.
1: It gives you yeah. see a little bit of a chance to breathe, and because yeah. that that exists in the book as well. Yeah. Good. That 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 structure that. Right. Uh,
3: oh, that okay. Position. I yeah. thought they might have. Uh, that might have been something that was yeah. added. <laughs> well, in which case,
0: okay. I like it more because then it's knowingly saying these are super rich white people with problems. You know, mm-hmm. it's in fact the people of color were all in those shots, weren't they? Apart from Lenny Kravitz's daughter, who is Lenny Kravitz's mm-hmm. daughter um right. well great stuff good good um i think that's it i think we've dealt with it
1: really you think you've got everything you need out of that
0: <laughs> yeah, i think so right. what have we missed mel have we missed anything
1: i mean there's just so much to talk about as far as as there's just it's it's rich it's a very rich series there's a lot to talk about and continue talking about i mean you've got the the we talked about the men how the women we, we haven't talked about the men we haven't talked about being a Scar's single mom in that kind of environment mm-hmm. he was mm-hmm. fantastic i've interviewed him a yeah. couple of times when he was on true blood and i think we we saw that you know he had uh potential that they never quite figured out what to do with on true blood and this yeah, he was, a,
2: yeah he was he was a straight out funny or scary character in that wasn't he and like i i liked true blood he but, was the hunk uh, that's
1: all he was just yeah. the hunk and in this one yeah. he was an actual Person,
2: mm. yeah, I, I think it
3: was great how the male characters are almost like given these really petty little scores that they're settling in their own little <laughs> world, aren't they? Like the Elvis <laughs> competition, and oh my
1: gosh, uh, that's
3: funny! Yeah, and Adam Scott, I thought was, you know I've not seen him in a kind of more serious role before, um yeah. and uh, I thought he was good as a sort of like the, the you know the the husband who feels unloved, and uh, and it's just there's just very nice a kind of neglected. like. Yeah, mm. and you you ultimately come away thinking about you know they're all just the the kind of troubles are, are, are meaningless to like what the these male main female protagonists are kind of dealing with and and, and the situation that they develop into. Mm. It's just really, yeah, I really like that. Yeah, I don't want. I thought the kids were brilliant as well. I mean, there's some great were, like, yeah. performances like from the the kid the, the the young boy who was the product of rape. Uh, forgotten his mm. name Ziggy. now, but. Ziggy. He was amazing. And uh, mm-hmm. the daughter of Reese Witherspoon
2: was just yeah. brilliant. Abigail. Chloe? Oh. Yeah. oh, Chloe was the younger one, wasn't she? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think yeah. so. In the book, there's a yeah. little boy too. But apparently yeah. he didn't make the cut for the TV show. <laughs> not, I don't, I don't want to keep going back and comparing to the book because a lot of the book is on screen. But there's one change that they made that irritated the crap out of me. And that is that in the book, Madeline does not have an affair. Ah. No. The thing with the Avenue Q Play, she doesn't put that on oh. it's, I mean, she's stressed About work, but It's not because it's Avenue Q And she does not have an affair
0: oh. So
3: what, do, what, so do, what work did, does, she exactly do, what does
1: she do what, then?
0: What does what's... she do?
1: She gets involved in everyone else's business
2: Right, in else's
1: business. right. That's, that's pretty uh, much do, she she her drama book, comes then? from other people
2: huh? Does she have a job in the book then?
1: Yeah, she does. She works at the theater, but and she's, you know, like she does on the show, and she is stressed about work and getting this play, you know, marketing this play and everything, but it's not Avenue Q. She's not having to go, you know, in front of the city council and defend her play or anything like that. Her, all of Madeline's drama comes from other people. It's not anything she herself is doing, and it's also, I mean, she's choosing to put herself in those other stories, but um, you know, she and Ed—they have a—they actually have a really good relationship. She does oh. uh, have to grow a little bit as far as her relationship with her ex and, and and Bonnie. But
0: well, I'd like that. That did actually annoy me a little bit there. Their sort of—I did feel a little bit like that was um, uh, a little bit done before, you know. Um,
1: it, I don't really know why it needed to be there. It yeah, well, it'll be because of people like me. To do.
0: It'll be because of people like me saying this is just rich white people's problems. Then, what are their problems? They live <laughs> in a really nice house and she's a bit bored. Like, that's, yeah. that's it. There's not a lot of tea Well, and then her daughter them.
1: tries to auction off her virginity, so there's
0: that. Yeah, there's that. They could have done that oh, yeah. earlier. That was hilarious.
1: It actually lasts a lot longer in the book, though. I mean,
3: that's a the great day scene day. of the, the 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 meal they have where she starts vomiting Reese with the spoon. I mean, <laughs> yes, that, that that's is really hilarious. good.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> and I, this one, we guessed, we guessed who was actually bullying the girl
0: we oh, guessed yeah. it was one of the uh, twins so did
3: i i uh, did quite not, early on um,
0: mm-hmm.
3: i
1: did not Just guess that off. early
0: on yeah. yeah yeah it was
3: bound yeah. to but, be
1: i mean but that's that's when we talked at the very beginning about domestic violence and you know yelling at celeste get out get out why are you staying it took finding out that her son yeah was mimicking
3: well, his yeah.
1: for her to finally make the decision.
0: That's right, because of the primary it's that idea, isn't it? Stick with the kids for the kids, stick together. For the
3: kids. Yeah, and it's that idea, isn't it? That it did really well with like the idea that you you think you're hiding it, you think you're somehow hiding it from the kids that they're not seeing it, and that mm. it, it's just well well covered and disguised, and yeah, it seeps into the either they have witnessed it or subconsciously they picked up on things within the relationship of the parents and it's just yeah i thought that was really well done that and it was nice the way her character reacted when she realized it was her son who was the bully like she kind of doesn't mm-hmm. go over and go you how can you do this she's sort of very kind of like oh it's all right i know I know why you're doing this mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah oh and, jamie's yeah. parenting <laughs> <laughs> i know you're talking about your Dad now
2: it really is, yeah. That empathy was just rolling out there. That's beautiful. <laughs> oh, geez. Well.
1: See? We had another ten minutes to talk about that. Well, there, we could talk just, about that's it.
0: That's not even all, all of it. So. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, well, I wish they hadn't given her an affair. Uh, I think it still fell into a couple of TV traps like that and the fucking binoculars. But other than that, <laughs> no, un- excellent, stuff. excellent stuff. Excellent stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Good, good. All right, we should do this more often. It's quite nice to just... Uh, I think we definitely really have watched.
3: a section that is all about w- just discussing the whole what the aftermath of watching the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I think we might need that for Handmaid's Tale. I know there's some talk Ooh, about doing that. Yeah. And I think. So
3: I, I've watched one episode, so I could be the guinea pig for that. So. No,
1: mm. oh, I think I'm through episode five. I'm, I got behind a little bit, but.
3: I'm about it. Um, I've read th- I've read
1: that book as well, so.
0: Oh, I can't. Uh, I mean, that I'm gradually realising that that's an incredibly dark comedy, and uh, the more I see it as a comedy, the more I enjoy it. But until that point, I was just like, "Oh my god, this is miserable." Oh shit! I want to get out.
1: I think it really helps that Elizabeth Moss is playing it like it's a dark comedy.
0: You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's some music choices. Yeah, (laughs) it's definitely a comedy. Anyway, there are a couple of times
1: with her character, she's just like, This is ridiculous, you guys. Why are you doing this This stuff?
0: Right, let's get this on the list for another couple of weeks then. Um, thank you for joining us as ever you can email us studio at theboxsetpod.com last week I suggested that we should make merchandise using quotes of things we've actually said for example Marsha uh, on frequency it was something like it really is great if you've got literally nothing else to watch five stars <laughs> um, I think we could find sometimes some you quotes. don't
2: want a show to be good yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah but literally nobody has emailed us as usual apart from Kyle there so remember our email box is always Open and you will be heard. Studio at the box on any issue you like. Um, thank you, Mel. Thank you, Adam. And thank you, thank you, Jamie. See you next week. Yeah. Goodbye. All
2: right, bye. Hey guys, bye. 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 bye.
1: bye. The-
2: <laughs> no, you hang up. No, you hang up. All right, no, you hang up. Uh. Are
1: we done? Are we clear?
2: Yeah, see ya. What, what?
0: Okay.
3: What are we doing next week, sorry,
0: just in case? You have to ruin it. Bye.
2: Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands.